This is the Ball Talk Podcast, presented by Nachos and Analysis. What's going on, Tiger fans? Today is Thursday, April 20th, and welcome to the 12th episode of the Ball Talk Podcast, presented by Nachos and Analysis. I'm your host, Drew Archer, and let's talk some ball. Well, it was another big weekend on both the baseball and softball diamond. Both teams getting an ACC series win. Uh, Looking at softball, actually, even before I get into this, I've already at this time posted it on Twitter. This is going to be a very abbreviated episode um, because here at the Nachos and Analysis headquarters, a.k.a. the Archer Residence, uh, it is a busy and chaotic week, so um, yeah, we're going to be short, sweet, hit the high notes, not going to keep you long. Um, in all reality, I don't have time for all the editing and the show prep for today, So, uh, but I do want to remain consistent, um, don't want to take any weeks off, so I do appreciate you, the listener. As we mention every single week, thank you everybody who tunes in each week. Um, we saw last week our episode um, on YouTube uh, grow by, by big numbers. So our, our definitely most watched episode of the season on YouTube this past week. So thank you to everyone who uh, watched on YouTube. If you don't already, subscribe, like, do all the stuff you got to do with all the platforms that you listen to us on, whether that's commenting um we need some more comments we need some more subscriptions do all that that helps make our life a little bit easier helps get the word out um if you like the podcast don't keep it a secret share with others um and doing all that helps out so um all that to say abbreviated episode gonna hit the high notes uh those high notes being clemson softball moves to 41 and 5 on the season 14 and 4 in the Atlantic Coast Conference. They win their series with NC State. Um, two games to one. They did drop uh, one game. Uh, and then they defeat Winthrop Tuesday night at McWhorter Stadium, two to nothing. Um, so great job by the ladies there. Um, some big um, honors this week for some. Uh, Softball standouts, we'll get into those a little bit later. Uh, And then baseball. Baseball gets their second consecutive ACC series uh, win of the season. They defeat Notre Dame two games to one. Um, I'm kind of starting to sense a a theme. Um, Friday nights, the Tigers have a slow start uh, in getting going. Uh, But Saturday and Sunday, they lock in to win game two and game three. Uh, and then they do fall. Uh, they fall to Georgia in the midweek. I'm gonna, I'm gonna own up. I'm gonna raise my hand. I'm gonna take blame for this. Um, last week, as many of you saw, jokingly called out Beth Mowens. Uh, posted a clip of it on Twitter. Her ruining Clemson's no hitter for the softball series and getting swept by Florida State. All in fun, but as Twitter does. Uh, folks like to uh, uh, tag her in it on Twitter, so it blew up. She, quote, retweeted it, um, and, of course, she took full responsibility. The losses were completely on her. Uh, so if Beth Mowens can take 
credit for those losses. I'm going to take credit for Clemson's loss Tuesday uh, with Georgia. Uh, after Sunday's game with Notre Dame, was about to head out of Doug Kingsmore Stadium, um, ran, ran into Coach Snavel and started talking to him a little bit. And uh, he, uh, he and I got to talking about the success of the midweek games. I've been pumping those stats all season long. Clemson has done exceptionally well. Uh, in those midweek games, which is honestly kind of keeping their postseason hopes alive with some early struggles in weekend series. And, of course, I go and say that to him. We briefly talk about it, and then they drop their next midweek game. So, hand up. That one's on me. Sorry, Tiger Nation. Um, Won't let it happen again. So, Tigers look to rebound in the midweek game uh, coming up next week against Kennesaw State. So, Before we get into any more baseball, let's talk some Clemson softball. All right, Clemson softball, as we mentioned at the top, the ladies get yet another series win. They do not pull the sweep out. Uh, They defeat NC State two games to one. Friday, Saturday was a little weird. Um, Friday's game started Friday and ended on Saturday. They made it to what I believe is the start. I don't think they actually started the seventh inning. um, Tied and had to finish that game on Saturday due to weather. Uh, So they they picked back up Saturday, tied one-to-one. Tigers end up winning four-to-one in extra innings. They played one additional inning in that matchup. Then Saturday... Uh, immediately following that uh, wrap-up of Game 1, they turn around and beat the Wolfpack 6-3 to three there. Uh, and then ultimately falling to the Wolfpack Sunday 5-7. to seven. Um, As we mentioned, things have been busy here at Nachos and Analysis Headquarters. Um, I did not see one single pitch of this series. So um, zero analysis here, just throwing out the facts. The wins, the losses, uh, and that goes for Tuesday as well against Winthrop. I was out at Doug Kingsmore Stadium, so did not get to see that. Uh, however, the Tigers do win that one two to nothing uh, against the Winthrop Eagles. So, um, all around big week so far for the softball team. Three and one uh, before they head into a weekend series uh, against Pitt. But we'll get in that in a minute. Uh, some weekend highlights. Uh, Another big week for Valerie Cagle. She was named to the USA Softball Player of the Year Top 25 finalist list. Um, if I'm being totally honest, I did not know this list existed. But if you asked me who was on it, I could tell you Valerie Cagle would be on it. So um, shout out to her. And as long as she continues performing the way that she is, why can't she win this award? All right. So. Keep your eye on her, Uh, and for the sixth time this season, she gets an ACC uh, Weekly Honor. She was named Co-Player of the Week uh, by the Atlantic Coast Conference earlier this week, so uh, another big week for Valerie. And then a big weekend uh, for transfer Carolina Jacobson. She becomes the first Clemson softball player in program history to get drafted professionally. She went uh, 20th overall. She was... Uh, picked in the fifth round there. So um, does not did not take long for Clemson softball to make a impact. We already have players getting drafted, uh, and I don't have to tell you the success 
that this team, this program has had under Coach Rittman in the first four years. So um, shout out to those ladies. Um, and I feel like there's a lot of undervalued, underappreciated uh, players on these teams as well. So um, look for more weekly awards uh, out of this team here in Clemson, South Carolina, as the softball season uh, begins to get deeper and deeper in that schedule here pretty shortly. We're going to start talking about postseason play. Um, and it seems just like yesterday, the very first um, baseball or softball podcast I really did was a little over or a little less than a year ago previewing the Tigers Super Regional uh, game against Oklahoma State. Um, it's hard to believe we're kind of coming back up on that time of year again. Um, but it's an exciting time of year. The beautiful, the weather is beautiful. Um, the, when you're dodging the raindrops and that kind of stuff, but it's, it feels great outside. Um, perfect weather, perfect time of year for baseball and softball. So, um, as I mentioned this weekend, the Tigers have, uh, a matchup with Pitt. I did not do any back uh, or any research on them prior to, so please forgive me on that. But the game times for this weekend, all at McWhorter Stadium, Friday at 6 o'clock on ACC Network Extra, uh, Saturday 12 p.m. ACC Network, Sunday 12 p.m. ACC Network Extra. Um, another testament to how, how good this team is, what this program means to the Atlantic Coast Conference at least one of their games every single week is on ACC Network. Not extra, ACC Network. So um, they're putting out a product that fans want to see. The conference recognizes that uh, and is putting them on the big stage each week. Um, then following the weekend series, the ladies will travel to Liberty. And on Tuesday night, they will play at 5 o'clock on ESPN Plus uh, against Liberty. So... Another big weekend coming up for the softball team. Um, so, yeah, that is our softball review slash preview. Before we get into Clemson baseball, and despite this being a shorter episode, we cannot forget to mention our friends at Pump Monkey. Pump Monkey Septic Service is owned and operated by Clemson alumni Alan Powell, and they service the upstate. So if you have any septic tank needs, give them a call. Uh, you can reach them at 864-710-2211. Again, 864-710-2211. They're available there uh, via phone call or text message. Uh, and you can also find them on Facebook and Instagram. Septic tank issues are not issues you want to be in a bind with. So if you need your pump, uh, your uh, tank pumped, if you need a quote, reach out to Alan at Pump Monkey. Uh, he'd be happy to get in touch with you and give you a quote for your needs. When the dump's funky, call Pump Monkey. All right, Clemson baseball. Um, sticking with the same trend as softball, going to run through these really quickly. Uh, I did mention, didn't watch a single pitch of softball. I was at every single baseball game these last uh, four games. Between entertaining friends and family and helping out out there at the Cajun Cafe, also we watch very little Clemson baseball. But we're going to touch on the highlights, um, starting with Friday night. 
Uh, as we mentioned at the top, they lose Friday 4-10 to 10, uh, in similar fashion to the week prior against Florida State. They suffer a, a rough loss, but they do rebound Saturday and Sunday. Uh, Saturday, huge day in Clemson, South Carolina with the spring game going on. Baseball, um, it was really fun. It was good to get back out to Death Valley. And it's always a great time hanging out in the Cajun Cafe out there Saturday. So um, Saturday was a long day, but a fun day. Uh, avoided getting a sunburn. I think I applied sunscreen like eight times uh, between the football and uh, baseball game. Got to check out a quarter of uh, spring game football. Uh, see a lot of uh, opinions and, and questions and, and thoughts on that spring game. Everybody just take take a chill pill. You're not going to learn anything um, from this spring game. It's a glorified scrimmage. They're not going to give anything up. Uh, hence why I spent a quarter over there before I went back over to baseball. Um, it was a uh, rebound game for the baseball team. They turned that big loss into a big win Saturday. Uh, it was a fun time out there. Great crowd. Uh, soul food Saturday in Cajun cafe, pork chops, green beans, uh, some, uh, macaroni and cheese along with all the staples. So those that had the pleasure to hang out out there in right field Saturday ate real good. And Sunday we had a little bit of leftovers to enjoy while watching the Tigers win six to four. Um, a little bit on Sunday, I... Wake up, slept in a little bit, but wake up to a message from a friend of uh, the program, Facts and Childress. He was a guest on the college football show with Matthew and I this past fall. Um, he does a lot of work with ESPN Plus, uh, 105.5 The Roar. Uh, but I wake up to a message from him that he woke up to a message from William Quackenbush and some other folks asking him to do the national radio broadcast for this game. Now, he does a lot of softball uh, games, uh, in particular Furman, uh, but he finds out about three hours prior to this game, like, hey, we need someone to call this game. And he hadn't called a Clemson game yet this year, so he reached out and uh, hooked him up with some stats, some talking points, that kind of stuff. And from what I understand, he did an excellent job. So uh, shout out to Faxon. And um, hooked him up with some of that uh, soul food from the Cajun Cafe the other day. So uh, he uh, calls his first Clemson baseball game uh, and then gets a, a good meal out of it too. So um, that was huge. And one other thing that I, f I forgot to mention in Friday night's loss, this is the second consecutive episode we're talking about a coach ejection. Uh, coach Eric Backich gets thrown out Friday night. Um due to an argument, I guess you could say, with the umpire. Um, it was hard to tell from my vantage point, and when we pulled up the replay on someone's phone, it was still hard to tell. Billy Amick says he got hit by a pitch and begins to jog to first base. Uh, umpire says, no, that hit the bottom of your bat. It was a foul ball. Um the package comes out to question it. They review it. They say call stand sends them back to home plate. 
to continue the at-bat. Um, coach was not pleased with it. The fans were not pleased with it. And I don't know. I don't know what the right call was. But the very next pitch, swings, misses, bat goes flying out of his hand, all the way down third baseline. Um, then Backage comes back out. It's like, look, his hand is clearly hurt from getting hit by that previous pitch. That's why this happened. And evidently he took it a little too far and got tossed from the game there. So um, a couple things here. I'm glad to see Coach get fired up. He's always very professional, says the right thing, does the right thing. Big uh, man, big on character. And I don't know, not that I doubted him, but it was nice to see him stand up and defend his players. And and like I said, never in doubt that he didn't defend his players or wanted to stand up for his players. But that was good to see. We hadn't really seen much um, like that out of him so far this season. So uh, he gets tossed there. The other point, I don't know, maybe this is just us talking out in right field, throwing out the conspiracy theories, because Backage and Amick they did talk after the call was made and had to go back and continue the bat. I'm not saying this is what happened, but... Maybe they decided he was going to do something like that with the bat sling to maybe try to prove a point. Did that happen? I don't know. Um, but when it did happen, a couple of us kind of like looked at each other and we were like, that is an odd time for him to let go of the bat there. Now, granted, if his hand is really hurt, then that explains that. Um, but did find it ironic, kind of interesting, kind of funny. Who knows if it's true? Um I'm going to side with Amick, though, and say, yes, he did get hurt, and that was completely an accident. So, um, But yet again, after struggling the first few weeks in conference play, the Tigers get two back-to-back um, ACC series victories. Um, and then, like I said at the top, I jinx this team. It's my fault. Again, I take full blame for it. The Tigers drop their second and final game with rival Georgia. Uh, the Tigers lose this one 5 excuse me, five to four. Um, controversial decision there at the very end. And this will go to show you how little prep I've done because of how busy I've been. I can't remember who the base runner was and I don't know who runs third base for Clemson, honestly. But the final out of the game, runner rounds third when they should have stayed at third to run home, which would be the tying run gets thrown out by a mile. Uh, so what started out as an exciting play where you thought the Tigers were going to be able to tie it and continue this game ended in a moment where he rounded third and continued to get thrown out, uh, and it wasn't even close. So the Tigers had a spark there and had an opportunity um, but did not did not come to fruition. So... Um, you wanted to continue that midweek streak. You wanted to sweep the Bulldogs, uh, but unfortunately did not happen Tuesday night. Next up for the baseball team, they travel to Raleigh 
where the softball team was just at. They will play three-game series with the Wolfpack uh, Friday night at 6 o'clock on ACC Network Extra, Saturday at 4 on ACC Network Extra, and Sunday at 1 on ACC Network Extra. So lots of Clemson baseball and softball to keep up with this weekend. And then the Tigers return home for a midweek series. Uh, This will be the final game in the midweek series with Kennesaw State. Uh, Clemson traveled to Kennesaw State a couple weeks ago getting a victory out there. So um, Tigers look to rebound after that loss, uh, going 2-2 and since we last spoke. Um, But... Big opportunity this weekend with NC State for the Tigers. And then one final thing before we wrap up. I know uniforms are a hot topic. Clemson fans are very uh, passionate about the baseball uniforms. Um, And I've been critical on Twitter of it for someone who is very all about classic history, old school Clemson Backage has kind of played with the uniform and uniform combination uh, this season. Going a, a little out of the norm with some of those combinations. Um, Tuesday, they wore their camouflage hats, camouflage jerseys for Military Appreciation Day. Um, and I love it. But I love it one game a year. Um, Tigers have worn those camouflage jerseys a couple times this season. Uh, and I'm here to say I'm not a fan of it. Let's keep it simple. Let's keep it conservative. Camouflage is kind of gimmicky outside of the realm of Military Appreciation Day. I posted something about it on Twitter last week, and, and someone tried to call me out. Oh, well, military is a big tradition for the Clemson University. Well, yes, I do know that. But camouflage jerseys, are not a big tradition within Clemson baseball outside of the one game a year that they wear them. Um, So do uniforms matter? No. Uniforms are one of those things when you got a team that's not really bad, but not really great that you don't necessarily have a bunch to talk about. Then let's talk about uniforms. Um, It's not that serious, not that important, but I'm going to say me, not a fan of them outside of here. I'd imagine we're probably going to see them again, but who knows? So that is today's episode. Again, I appreciate all you listeners, followers on, on social media. Appreciate all that you do and all the interaction uh, that you uh, do with us. So uh, appreciate it. Keep it up. Look forward to getting a full episode in next week and uh, join me next week and we'll talk some ball peace